The year is 2023, but not the first 2023. As we know, the world is looped back around in time, and where we find ourselves now is the second 2023, or 2023 AL after looping. And what we're exploring today is a relic from the original 2023, or rather 2023 AD, whatever that means. Hello and welcome to an exciting journey into the past. I'll be your host, Dr. Missouri Getz, and with me is my fellow adventurer, Dr. California Medhaker. Hello, Callie. Hello. And the locale we're exploring today is a shrine to what the ancients called a podcast, an audio entertainment program similar to what we're recording, though of course we call it a listen-y. More specifically, to what was a lost episode of what became the most successful podcast of all time. We've all heard of it, of course, the follow-up showdown. What secrets did this lost episode hold? How was it lost, and what traces of it even remain? And perhaps, most pressingly, what dangers lie before us in our search for these answers? This is Intrepid in Travel. Thank you for joining us for the Legend of the Lost Celebration. Intrepid in Travel with Missouri Getz and California Medhaker. Let's explore. Let's find more. Let's go The follow-up showdown was a podcast that pitched ultimate sequels to movies with either no sequel or a disappointing one. However, on occasion, they would put out episodes chronicling sequels that worked and analyzing their successes. These were called continuation celebrations, and the temple we're approaching as we speak was built in commemoration of one of these that was lost by the program's host and creator, my own ancestor, Paul Getz. And what makes this adventure all the more personal is that Callie's ancestor at the time, a senior policy deputy for District 13, Sachin Midhager, of course we all know what he eventually became, don't we? It's so well known I shan't even mention it. <laughs> anyway, he was the returning guest on this episode, having before appeared on those focused on the Highlander series. Thank you for being here today, Callie. Happy to be here. Anything you want to say about your ancestor? Yeah, you know, I think we're, you know, we're also proud in this family of, of, of what was accomplished. I think that there's some skeletons in the closet that the family keeps, but, you know, by and large, we're, we're, ha- we're happy about what such an accomplished AD. Yeah, yeah. The whole, the whole world is. The whole <laughs> world. All right. Well, here we are uh, at the temple, whatever this is called, cave. Cavern. Yeah. You know, the, more your area of expertise. <laughs> And, uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, there's like an opening here, and uh, there's an inscription. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to read it. Uh, Yes, yes, I speak this language. Okay. Back up your files. Seriously, back them up regularly and as a rule. Even if you've never had an issue with a certain program before, there might come a day when all at once an entire week's work is simply gone for no other reason than it just happened sometimes with that program. Many of you hearing this might be thinking, duh, of course, why wouldn't you back up your files? And if so, this message is not for you. But if you are the type of person like Paul Getz was on that fateful day that has been told many times over to do such things, but has put them off because he thought them heedless, as luck had thus far been on his side, I implore you to wise up. It is not that hard, takes only an extra second, and will save you from major inconveniences. Okay, that is what that says. Oh, they fit that all onto that one archway. That was pretty, that was... Yeah, small, small carvings. Mm. Intricate. 
All right, and in we go. Let's go. All right. No fear. I like it. Well, I like it, Kelly. That's why I bring strength. you along. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, here we are. The Mausoleum of the Minutes. This was a very special episode because it included what was the first four-minute minute on the show. Four films to summarize. Sounds like it's time for four Travis McMaster minutes. He'll give the deeds till it's complete. Oh, won't you come with us? Four. The minutes, of course, being when normally Travis McMaster, uh, one of Paul's co-hosts, along with Lauren Bacorny, would recap everything that happened in the movie watched in one minute. But this time, everybody involved took one of the minutes. And, wow, what's that over there? Four carvings in the wall, two of them protruding, two inverted. So the first protruding one has like a picture of a, oh, of the Ark of the Covenant on it. Interesting. I wonder what would happen if I just pressed it. Indiana Jones is an adventurer extraordinaire. We meet him in a temple stealing an idol, which is stolen from him by a rival adventurer. He escapes on an airplane. He's afraid of snakes. Back at the university where he works, he sells his pieces. As he does, government men contact him and his buddy, Marcus, and they come to him that Hitler is trying to find something called the Ark of the Covenant. What is that? Indy tells them what it is. It's the Ark that the uh, Ten Commandment tablets are in, and any army that has it wins forever for some reason. So Indy is whisked off to find the Ark of the Covenant, starting with uh, his, his compatriot Abner Ravenwood's daughter, who he used to have in a, a romantic entanglements with. And um, they go off together to find the Ark pursued by Nazis. They meet up with Sala in Morocco, Cairo, and <clears throat> Jonathan Rice Davis. They all, again, continue searching for the Ark of the Covenant, battling Nazis the whole way. They do not find it, but the Nazis do. Really? Yeah. Really? I'll give you five seconds to wrap up. Uh, then the Nazis open the Ark, and it melts all of their faces. And then the government puts the Ark in a warehouse. Beautiful. Perfect, perfect. Okay, okay, I think we get what's going on here. All right, so the next protruding one uh, has got a little temple on it. Uh, temple of Doom, obviously. Let's see what that does. Okay, so Temple of Doom starts uh, in Shanghai. We meet Willie. She's a showgirl who's sparkly and likes the good life. Um, she winds up escaping with Indiana Jones when stuff goes sideways, and they escape with Short Round, who's an adorable little boy who drives a car for them. Um... They get in a plane, who's owned by the bad guy. It crashes. <laughs> they made these people who are in need of help because their stone um, that they worship is stolen and their crops and everything is rotten. And all their kids have been kidnapped. And they say, go to Pancock Palace. And they say, okay. And it's kind of a really racist there. Um, and <laughs> s- s- scary stuff happens. The kids are being used as uh, for slave labor. They escape in a mine cart after Indiana Jones is poisoned to the side of the cult, but he gets better because Short Round loves him. They escape in a mine cart and they get the stone back to the people and their land flourishes and all is well. Very good, very good. Okay, the next one. The inverted one. Interesting. That's got the Holy Grail on it, so that's gotta be Last Crusade. So I guess one of us should maybe recap. Sure. Yeah. 
<laughs> see if we could get this thing get it to, to flip, shift flip towards our side. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Sounds so I'll good. just speak at it. I'll just speak into it. Yeah, speak okay. into it. Yes. Okay, Indiana Jones is... Oh, we, we start with a flashback. So it's not that crucial, but there's a flashback of young Indy and it's fun and, and we get to see why he got the, the whip and all of that. Uh, okay, it comes back to, to present day and, uh, you know, he recovers the relic that he wanted when he was a kid and and we he gets uh, accosted by people who look very threatening they, and they ultimately bring him to the, the headquarters of this rich person who says that he is looking for the Holy Grail uh, and Indy is like, oh, ha, ha, well, you got the wrong... Dr. Jones, you need my father. That's the, the guy who does the Grail stuff. Uh, well, alas, his father is gone, so he has to go look for his father and the Grail. They go to Venice. They find some clues. They go to the, a new location. Oh, they find out where the dad might be. They rescue him from some castle. They find out that they're actually working for Nazis the whole time. Him and his dad then go off on their own and try to follow along and, and get to the Grail. They get to the cabin where the Grail is. They have to pass some tests. Uh, the dad gets shot and is mortally wounded, so Indy has to lead the way. Pass some trials, get the grail, save his dad. Woo! Well done, <laughs> Kelly! Wow, all right. Beautiful. Oh, and there it is. It's popping out of the wall Beautiful. for us. Oh, yeah, that's that's gorgeous. It must have mean I, I didn't miss anything. There was, no, there was no, nothing. I, there you did well enough. Okay. Probably better than Travis. It came about 80% yeah. of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This last one got the crystal skull on it. That's obviously supposed to be uh, Indy 4. We... As I recall, the episode, they didn't discuss Indy 4, but I guess the minute still happened, so I'll, I'll, I'll go for that. Uh, okay. <clears throat> uh, Indiana Jones helps some Russians, or is held up by some Russians to break into a warehouse and steal an alien body. Uh, the, uh, uh, he gets away from the Russians, but the FBI somehow blames him for the body going missing. Then he's approached by a young man named Mutt Williams, who says that his teacher, uh, an old friend of Indy's, uh, went crazy and disappeared looking for something called the Crystal Skull. They escape the FBI together. They go to Brazil where they find the now crazed friend of Indy's. Uh, they find the Crystal Skull, which is an alien skull that uh, warps people's minds. He finds out that his old lover, Marion, is the mother of this kid, and that kid is his son. Uh, the skull gets passed back and forth between the Russians. They get to the temple that's supposed to house a bunch of treasure. It does. They put the skull on the 13th alien body. Uh, those alien skeletons become an alien. That alien blows up the mind of the head Russian. Indy marries Marion. They escape the temple. The temple takes off and is a UFO. Beautiful. Okay. And look at that. It's, uh, it's, it's coming all in now. <laughs> all four. All right. So um, guess we're done with this room. <laughs> nice room. <laughs> Mausoleum of the minute. Let me take a photo. Yeah. Let me, hold on. Let me take yeah, a photo. That's a good idea. Okay. All right. We can so, move forward. Very good. Yeah, oh, these uh, future cameras we have are real nice. So great. 2023. So yeah. great. Yeah. I love that we have such yeah. a, an understanding of the past that we can really appreciate all the advances that we've currently made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> records now are... Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, great. perfect. All right, so, ah, okay. We got a closed door here uh, marked the Raiders Room. And you know what? I, I think I read... Yeah, yeah. In my research, I found this. To go... Beyond the Raiders' gate, one must first opinionate. I guess that means we have to talk about our opinions of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, 1981's Raiders of the Lost Ark, number 60 on the AFI Top 100 list, um, and 96% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, also the only one of these Indiana Jones movies to be nominated for Best Picture. 80. 
Yeah. AD. Uh, what'd you think? What'd you think of the movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I, read, you know, when I watched the AD version of the film, um, no, you know what? I really liked it. I mean, I do think it, it really, what, it captures such a, like, a feeling so quickly, uh, which obviously gets capitalized on. Like, I don't know, like, were there other films that you, like, before Indiana Jones, like, the first Indiana Jones, where you'd be like, oh, it feels very similar to, say, adventure movies from the 60s or something like not that I can uh, <clears throat> call, bring to mind. Uh, I, more like, it seems like maybe pulpy comics and stuff yeah, were doing totally. adventure stories yes. like this. Um, um, but yeah, no, and I, I mean, certainly when I was a kid, this movie, well, sorry, when my <laughs> ancestor was a kid, this movie was old yeah. uh, already. So he just sort of grew up with it. Definitely the first of this kind of thing he'd yeah. seen for sure. I think this actually sparked a lot of movies like it. Romance sure. and Stone, things like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, you know, I, I thought it was a really fun adventure. I think the character, you know, the the protagonist, Indiana Jones, they like do a great job of making him this likable, funny, but you know, and like the dynamic between him being a professor, him being an adventurer, um, and just yeah, just checking out a lot of different locales, like booby trapped mm-hmm. temples, is such a fun thing that they really like do, and uh, yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. The, the and the, the the movie starts with one. Yeah, he's in a booby trap. This is what this guy's yeah. gonna do. This is what the kind of thing you're gonna watch. <laughs> yeah. You know, they do a good uh, job just launching into it. Yeah, and it's the most probably iconic one with of, the boulder and yeah. and everything and uh, the idol that he has yes, to swap yes. out. And, yeah, and the darts and the spikes and, the, and <laughs> yeah, the Alfred Molina. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but in general, yeah, this is a, this is a blast. Uh, this is my favorite of the movies. Yeah, it uh, is tight. It, I mean, it's long. But it yeah. feels tight. I don't remember ever feeling bored. It really jumps from one exciting locale to the yeah. next, as you've said. Yeah. Never settling in a place that is uninteresting. And not to not to be too forward looking, but I, I uh, do we ever meet Doctor Ravenwood? No, I not in not in this movie, in the, not in, in the in movies. Any of them, no, right? not in the movies. Yeah, not in a flashback or any the flashback or anything. Yeah, no. and I I think uh, that. Because they really set. I mean, it's you get it. I think they do a good job setting up his backstory and like they, they just give you that Marion and he, you know, uh, knowing each other. Uh, but I'm just so curious what that was like. I know. Like Indy as a a youth learning under this. I wonder Lord. if there were storylines about that in the Young Indiana Jones series. Oh, okay. Because that it became a series after yeah, the. That makes sense. Yeah, after their last crusade, um, but probably in the comics or something mm-hmm. somewhere it exists. Yeah, I love all the set pieces. I particularly love the truck sequence mm-hmm. uh, where he's beating up guys and throwing them out of oh trucks. Oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. I'm enjoying it so much every time. He's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> he's re- really good at it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm, I'm honestly, it shows a level of commitment from each of the Nazis that they were like, well, we'll just try it again. Like, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll be the one to get yeah. him this time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nazis are tenacious. Yeah. Uh, you know, that can be said of them <laughs> without it necessarily being a good thing. Uh, the <laughs> This is my favorite ideal of indie. I, I don't know if that's the right word, but like this version of indie, I, I like that in this, his professorhood seems very much who he is as well. Like mm-hmm. his Clark Kent is also exactly who he is. He's a professor. He's very interested in this subject. He's very studious. Mm-hmm. And though there are all these lady students in the class who have crushes on him he's he almost almost doesn't seem to like understand it completely mm-hmm. he's not interested yeah he, he's uh invested in what he does and then, then the marion thing is like a true love type yeah. of thing 
Whereas in the future Indiana Jones movies, he becomes like a horn dog. Yeah, at least in the yeah. second one, he's a little bit. I yeah. don't. I mean, maybe not that strong, but like, yeah, it's a little. You know, he's like a player in the second one, almost. Right. Right. So I like. I like. I pretty much just think there's no fat on this movie. Yeah. It's uh, the only criticisms I would say are just little things that are like transitional things that seem to not be there. Yeah, this is the one with the kids save him. Yes, <laughs> right. That is definitely one that I remember where he is being held up by Belloc. Yeah. And it's implied that the man who's sort of his almost like friend adverse yeah. frenemy yeah. <laughs> yeah. is gonna shoot him dead right there. Yeah. But for this group of kids that comes out of absolutely nowhere. Well, and it's and it's what's his name's kids? It's Salas. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's, sol- it's implied that they're all Salas children. There's like 15 kids that run out. Yeah. And he like sends them into this like drug den, like criminal den. To yeah. just like throw, to put them on the line in front of the bullets. They're like, literally, yeah, like uh, <laughs> human vests. Bulletproof vests. Yeah. yeah. So they all run in. Uh, yeah, that, that was an issue. Also just Belloc's and Indy's relationship. Because... When you, in the very beginning of the movie, you know, it's like, ah, gotcha again. And the, you know, like I got, you know, I stole the idol, which is enough to already be like, yeah, this is their relationship. Yeah. And then he looks at the the tribes folk that he hired and it's like, kill him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, I thought that they had like a somewhat. Right. You know, sure. It's a slightly nefarious to steal his treasure, but (laughs) you're trying to kill him now. Um, I feel like it's implied that's part of their thing too. It's like, he knows he'll get away, (laughs) but I got to try. I guess. But it, it would only be to his uh, disservice yeah. to get rid of Indy, whose stuff he always steals. Yeah, he, he needs Indy to go <laughs> do all the traps yeah. first and then bring him out the thing. So, and also, and also, I don't see more more than that it's not, uh, it would be to his detriment to kill Indy. I don't see what benefit there is in killing Indy. No, like, right. If, 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 like, if, what does he get? He already got the idol. You yeah, know? and if it weren't for Indy, in this case, he wouldn't have found the Ark, but yeah. that also would mean he wouldn't die. Sure. Along with all of the Nazis. Well, and I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. An analysis of what impact Indy had on, like if- What Indy, happened. On yeah. what happened ultimately. Because ultimately in this one, if Indy wasn't there, it would be, basically everything that happened would happen, except for that Indy wouldn't be there at the end. Right. It, unless the implication <laughs> is so strong that the Nazis would have just never found the Ark. Mm-hmm. without Indy. Mm-hmm. They do also steal it from him. Mm-hmm. But I think they would have. They weren't that far off. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Hard to say. Yeah, no. Yeah. And, uh, also, I, uh, one of the more, um, I think, nuanced characters in this film is the is the monkey Nazi. Yes. Uh, and I and I say that because the, the, the handler of the monkey Nazi is a very iconic, eye-patched guy. And, you know, talking about what Indy's role in the the movie is ultimately this eye-patched handler of the Nazi monkey. His only, he, what he accomplishes by the end of the film is just that he's killed his own monkey. Right. Because he attempts to poison Indy and, in you know, Sala stops Indy from eating a poison date because he looks at the monkey who's dead and has, maybe has a, a date in his hand. I don't remember. Yeah, it was like right. Three. But it's it's an interesting one because I, I was quite, or sorry, Sachin from AD, I believe, yeah. in this episode, <laughs> right. had questioned whether the audience was supposed to be happy that the monkey died or not or that like or sad in fact that the monkey died and you know the complexity that the monkey is meant to be a nazi i mean it does sig high right it's a really good spy yeah he's doing a great job yeah um i also what i was anticipating happening was that the monkey's handler would show up later in a big way like 
wanting revenge for his totally. own, you know, yes. uh, price he paid and never shows up again, as yeah. I recall. Yeah. He gets away or yeah, doesn't die or, that we or, see. Well, but his, yeah. uh, but also, you know, he's, he's an agent without talent, though. Right. <laughs> That's true. He's just a watcher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only other things I can recall that I might point out are, one, the Marion scene where she seduces mm. Belloc <laughs> to get out of the tent and then drink tries to drink him under the table. <laughs> and then her plan is she just grabs a knife and says, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> and and yeah. then backs up and doesn't get out because a Nazi shows yeah. up. So it, it just feels like it's building towards something that doesn't yeah. ever... And, yeah. and it's not clear what her getting Belloc somewhat drunk and getting herself... I mean, she also gets pretty drunk in that, in that right, scene. Right, right. What, what advantage that that gives her when she <laughs> just grabs him after and right. like, you better let me go. Yeah. And doesn't even, like, seduce him to the point that he's, like... Vulnerable. You know, blindfolded or yeah, something, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. And then the, the other thing would just be sort of like a plot hole that Sala betrays the Nazis. Mm. 100% takes yeah. his whole crew that's supposed to be the main hired crew yeah. of the Nazis and goes off with Indy and does his thing and is seemingly set free. Yes, yeah. And and for both of these, we there's there was history that, that explains both. Right, perhaps that'll oh, we'll run into that. Uh, oh, okay. Somewhere. Right. Oh, the door's open. I guess we can talk there. Ah, okay. Well, here we go, here we go. Wow, all right. This room is interesting. It's filled with Little replicas, a bunch of little replicas of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, each, I believe, is said to contain the ghost of a moment from the show. Oh. Uh, and they're all labeled. Let's see. This one here says, Actors Notes 1. Okay, so very famously, Tom Selleck was almost cast as Indiana Jones. But the story goes like this. Tom Selleck was Steven Spielberg's second choice for the role. Harrison Ford was always his first. It was George Lucas who objected to Ford because Harrison Ford had already appeared in American Graffiti and A New Hope. Lucas, whose close friend, Martin Scorsese, had earned a reputation for always casting Robert De Niro in his movies, did not want Harrison Ford to become his, quote, Bobby. However, in the end, Selleck was not able to take the role because he was committed to Magnum P.I., even though it would turn out that the shooting schedule would have allowed it, and it was just sort of fate that stepped in to make things right. And while we're on that fun subject, it would seem that had Tom Selleck been cast in the role, obviously Indiana Jones would have had a mustache, but also Marion would have been Sean Young because she was who screen tested best with Tom Selleck. Oh, nice. That was fun. You should, you should pick one. Oh, do, okay. I'll yeah. pick... Uh, I will pick writer's note two. The origin of George Lucas and Steven Spielberg coming together for this project goes a little something like this. Apparently, George Lucas had a tradition of taking a vacation every time he had a big movie opening so he could get away from all the hoopla. This time, that movie was Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, and so he took a trip to Hawaii where he was joined by Steven Spielberg. While there, Spielberg confessed that he had always wanted to direct a James Bond film, to which Lucas replied he had a much better idea on an adventure movie called Raiders of the Lost Ark, and this conversation happened while the two were making a sandcastle. After the trip, they got together and developed the script with Lawrence Kasdan. Uh, only one of the writer's note, so might as well open that. This movie was written by Lawrence Kasdan, who also wrote The Empire Strikes Back, The Big Chill, Wyatt Earp, Silverado, The Bodyguard, The Force Awakens, and Solo. 
Uh, story credits also go to George Lucas and Philip Kaufman, who wrote The Outlaw Josie Wales, The Right Stuff, and The Unbearable Lightness of Being. So some pretty heavy hitters here. This was Lawrence Kasdan's first script for George Lucas. He was actually recommended for the job by Steven Spielberg. Upon their first meeting, Spielberg warned Kasdan that Lucas would try to hire him for the sequel to American Graffiti and told him not to take it so that he could take this. Upon receiving the first draft of this, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Lucas asked Kasdan to write The Empire Strikes Back. And the rest is history. Okay, well, I feel like this opening thing is one at a time thing is going to get old. So let's just uh, knock out a bunch of these actors' notes at once. Steven Spielberg originally wanted Danny DeVito to play Sala, but DeVito had conflicts with Taxi at the this time. This is Alfred Molina's first credited screen role, and his first scene of his first day of filming a movie involved being covered in Pat Roach, who plays the giant, bald Nazi that fights Indiana Jones shirtless by the planes, also appeared in Temple of Doom in a similar climactic battle scene as a similar type of character. He was meant to be in Last Crusade as well, and in fact, he is in it, but his part was cut down. It was uh, meant to be a running gag that he would appear in all the movies and die in a similar fashion in a fight with Indy. Oh, this looks interesting. It says, Responses to your criticisms. As far as the Marion seduction of Belloc scene goes, that scene was actually improvised, and it was done because the script called for Marion to shed her conservative Egyptian garb and don a revealing dress to heighten the tension in the snake scene with Indy in the Well of Souls. But the script at the time didn't include why she ended up in the dress. So they came up with this on set, uh, Karen Allen coming up with the idea that she would drink him under the table as well as a callback to what had happened earlier in the movie. And I guess they just sort of played it to the point that they could. As far as the Sala thing goes, with him being released by the Nazis... There was apparently a deleted scene in which he was confronted by a Nazi soldier and got out of it, but John Reese davis who was suffering from cholera at the time, was required to bend down for the scene and unfortunately was prompted to soil himself by doing so, the, so the scene did not make the final cut of the movie. Okay, now we, now we uh, understand. <laughs> yeah. How, well, that's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> that's a How really good question. Oh, well, mysteries. I guess. Yeah. You know, Indy runs into magic a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Though he says he... I, and I do... I, yeah. I, I don't know if I should point that out yeah. now or not, but <laughs> yeah. I'll put it out in a second. <laughs> yeah. But I will point out for this, just... Indy, in the beginning of this film, says he does not believe in... I believe he says, quote, that mumbo-jumbo stuff, end quote, relate, referring to magic or religious uh, actuality, factuality in any kind. Hmm. Basically doesn't believe in superstitious, quote-unquote, mumbo-jumbo. Yeah. And... Which would lead me to believe that until he saw the Ark of the Covenant opened, he had never experienced anything like that. Right. It's just you pick up uh, things out of caves and bring yeah. them home. Yeah. So anyway, let's just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, director's notes. These should be good. And here's a fun one. Though Steven Spielberg was the director of this film, George Lucas did fill in a few times as second unit director, including for the Monkey Nazi Salute. This was a feat accomplished by holding a grape out of frame and took 50 takes. And here's a not as fun one. In the script, Marion is said to be 25 years old. George Lucas originally wanted her to be younger, but Steven Spielberg objected to her age at the script conference. Lucas said, once she's 16 or 17 when meeting Indy, it's not as interesting anymore. 
But she was 15, and Indiana was 25, and they actually had an affair the last time they met. Uh, apparently, he really wanted to double down on this. Not sure why. Oh, better than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> uh, weird stuff in there about George Lucas insisting Marion be 15. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot what <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That was my reaction. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, right. In Temple of Doom, or in, in one of the movies, he also had a very weird. He had, a, he had a weird pitch yeah. f- for Temple of oh, Doom. Oh, a child princess that he's with. A virginal oh princess instead of short round. Oh, instead of short <laughs> round. Was the, just was the pitch. Just, okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he doesn't come off well, uh, yeah. you know. And he was also the one who evidently insisted on Indy being a James Bond playboy mm. type. He wanted it from the beginning. and In fact... There was a scene, the scene where Brody comes to visit Indiana's house and he's in like a robe. Mm-hmm. There was a cut scene that showed a lady was in the room. Ah. A young lady was in his room. Wow. But Spielberg didn't want it. Yeah. So I'm Spielberg glad. really yeah. held this movie. <laughs> yeah. This would be like, there should be some teenage boys like fantasy films, if not for Spielberg being like, okay, there's something here. We need to cut all this yeah. like sex out of this film that you're trying to enjoy. But also, Marion was supposed to be 15. Well, he Spielberg insisted she be 16. And George Lucas said he didn't think it was interesting at all if she was any more than 15. I don't understand. Wait, wait, in the, in the film or when they had a relationship? When they had a relationship okay. is the oh, implication in the oh. past. And did they ever even no, no. say that number? No. She said 10 years ago, I was a child, which Spielberg insisted they just take out on any numbers. Yeah. So it could vaguely mean whatever yeah. you and find George it to mean. Yeah, like, well, my headcanon's 15. Right. Otherwise, this whole movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Well, if she isn't a child, then if she wasn't a child, then adult <laughs> Indiana Jones courted her. I don't give a fuck about this movie. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> so I, it's I, just for his headcanon that he's like, it's 15. Yeah, Spielberg. right. Yeah. Look, I mean, if you do the math. <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the novelization he got to put, yeah, you know, yeah. Marion, 25. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How old is Indiana Jones at when she was 15 or In theory, she, he was 10 years older than she was, so wow. he was 25. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad it's not in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, well, it would just... Because I don't understand why he thinks it like it has to be that way for it to be interesting. I... <sighs> Maybe it's a historical thing. Yeah. Like he thinks of the times. This was would I, this makes it a little more accurate, unfortunately, or something. Yeah, like, you know. Uh, hmm. Like I, I get, I understand. Like because they do play up in the because I think she does say I was a child, right? Yeah, 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 and she learned to hate him. Yeah. And, and so, like the implication that like she, but it, I mean, she could have been nineteen and right. he thirty, and that's yeah. like still kind of weird, and it's not like as bad. As yeah, whatever. right, right. Um, all right. Oh, okay. This one's marked music notes. Uh, John Williams had actually written two themes for the film. He played them both for Steven Spielberg on the piano, and Spielberg loved them so much he suggested that Williams put them together. This became the Raiders' March, one of the most popular movie themes of all time. Yeah, duh. Everyone knew that one. Oh, shit! Boats of note! This one comes with a theme song! <laughs> While staying afloat, they know how to promote. You should totally dote on those boats of note. 
Of course, this is a segment about boats with multiple credits on IMDb. The models used for the German U-boat were rented from the production company that was making Das Boot in the same area at the time. The company, however, had forgotten to tell this to the crew of Das Boot, who were surprised to find the model suddenly missing. Oh, what the fuck? There's a bunch of snakes coming out of the walls all of a sudden. Watch out! That was gonna bite you! I got it! 7,000 snakes were used in the well of Soul scene. Many of them were not snakes, but legless lizards. It became clear that this was not nearly enough, so Steven Spielberg had to cut several hoses into lengths and use these as well. Oh, okay, so the snakes say the fun facts. That's a weird choice. Well, I'll start grabbing snakes, oh, I guess. Sure, okay, I'll pick up a couple. During filming in Tunisia, nearly everyone in the cast and crew got sick, including Harrison Ford. This is what led to the scene where he shoots the swordsman. Originally, it was supposed to be a choreographed battle scene, but Harrison Ford wasn't feeling up to it. The only person who didn't get sick was Steven Spielberg, and it is thought that he avoided this illness by eating only the food he'd brought with him, a lot of cans of spaghetti-o. When the film was submitted for an MPA rating, it was given an R rating because of the exploding head at the end. In order to lower the rating, flames were superimposed over this image. Steven Spielberg and Melissa Matheson, Harrison Ford's wife at the time, wrote a script during shooting breaks on the location of this film. That script was eventually called E.T. The Extraterrestrial. Okay, alright, well, one last arc to open. Wonder what it could be. It does a lot of good stuff. It's a good time. What sticks out at me is like the Ravenwood Harrison Ford re- relationship. You always have to kind of like oh. squint and fudge and ignore. Oh no, it it's the ghost like of it Travis and Lauren. Yeah. It's horrifying. But I feel like we really crystallized with the next two. Yeah. Ugh, wrong. Because I like the first that. one, but Let's the next two are the ones that has the big spikes. I've seen it so much, but it's not my favorite one. I keep thinking about the next two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! No! A big boulder is chasing us, like the one in the movie. Hey, did you know that the one in the movie, the sound from it, was the rear tire of a Honda Civic going down a gravel embankment? No, that's a very interesting fact. Yeah. It doesn't sound much like that though right now. No, no, this is real. This oh. is, because this is real. Oh, okay. And also, the, the sound of the arc being open, slid open, was a toilet lid. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh, jump over here. Oh. 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 Sweet! Oh, my cardio is not what it used to be. <laughs> well, we narrowly escaped the boulder, at least. That's oh. the important thing, but, uh... Oh, shit! Now the walls are closing oh, in! God. With spikes on them like a Temple oh, of Doom! Oh, so oh, oh, well, well, just get away from that one, and... Because I think what we need to happen is we need to say our opinions of Temple of Doom. Oh. But we don't need to hurry because the spikes are moving slow and there's okay. enough. We can take our you time. It. Okay. It's like it's a danger, but you know, it's cool. When the spikes came out at first, it was yeah. pretty scary, but I realized yeah. it, okay. Well, well, I think we were just too close to him. But yeah, it, yeah. I, we, 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 we stop yeah, him. We got to talk about our opinions. Temple of Doom. 1984's Temple of Doom. 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. 83%. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah. But what, what, sorry, what was uh, the first one? 96. Okay, okay. Yeah. And, and what's the third one? Oh, uh, 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 88. Okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Temple of Doom. Well, you can go for it. I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Inter- yeah, we'll, we'll, sure, we'll sure. switch on and off. Uh, okay, Temple of Doom. Um, it's, it's fun. It moves. It is all in one place, kind of. Yeah. I like the minecart sequence. I like the uh, battle sequence. I like the fire heart grabbing. Oh, that was great. Sequence. Yeah. 
what I like about it most is that it it's the type of sequel that I would like for Indy Anna Jones to have in which his adventures feel like they could be anywhere at any time, completely isolated. Mm -hmm. Like, so you don't have to bring any other characters back. You can bring in a whole new cast of characters. You can be anywhere without needing to build upon anything. Mm -hmm. Last Crusade does it too, but the Nazis are back. Mm -hmm. And then King of Crystal Skull brings Marion back. This is the one that feels the most separated. Yeah. So I like that about it. How I feel about the movie in general is it's my least favorite. Yeah. Of the three. It's better than Crystal Skull. But it's not... I don't hate it. I don't hate the experience of watching it. Yeah. Oh, and it is the best Harrison Ford maybe has ever looked. Yeah, he's, he's, he looks shredded. Or not yeah. shredded. Not no. shredded. Dad bod, but like fit dad bod. Like it was like... It was, I mean, the maybe, back then yeah. model, I mean, could have been a model. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. maybe dad bod's not the appropriate term. Here. What would I say? It's, just he, like, it's slim. He's yeah. slim. But like buff, like... Not text, jacked. Text, not yeah. jacked. Not like cut. Not fit. Like, fit. Just like very fit and just feels like a strong guy, burly guy, like hairy chest. And very handsome yeah, also. Just, yeah, yeah. And sh yeah, and you notice his shirtlessness in oh, a way yeah, that's it's, very nice. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So let's. Uh, oh, love short round. Oh, sorry, I can't believe I got to talk about short round and um, Willie. 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 Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My opinions on them. I don't. Willie has a reputation for just being annoying, screaming the whole time, mm -hmm. but and capturing a heart. Of a certain <laughs> filmmaker. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, of course, Kate, Kate Capshaw, who plays her, Steven Spielberg's wife from then on uh, to this day. But I don't mind that about her. I like the consistency of her character. Like, she's never not that, and she plays into it. Mm -hmm. Her being there at all is the biggest problem for me. Totally. The logistics of why and the how many things she sticks around through, like, yeah. all the way into going into the temple. It's like she just many times over doesn't need to be there. Yeah. So that's my biggest thing with her. Short round, best thing in the movie. Yeah, incredible. Absolutely love everything he does and says. Just great. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah I, I, I agree with that. Uh, like, her, the intro for, for this one, like in, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, we kind of like, we jump into Indy, you know, at the end of an adventure or somewhat, it right. seems like, you know, and, and he's trading some uh, valued item for cash. For diamonds, actually. Yeah. And <laughs> right. and they double cross him. Uh -huh. I mean, again, I just it's a whole. They have the. I mean, it's a wealthy guy. Like they right. pay for the thing. <laughs> but but so so they you know they shoot up this establishment. It's a whole. He's destroying this whole place. This like very whatever nice restaurant and, and entertainment venue. Right. Um, that that he owns. Yeah. That the guy but, owns. Yeah. 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 So he's. <laughs> and, and again, I mean, and the guy demonstrates how wealthy he is by later literally wasting a whole plane just to get revenge on. So I just mean right. to say, like, how much did you save with <laughs> right, right. trying to by skip not out paying on? It. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, so so Willie just works at this place. She right. just works at this venue. So the so I think I mean they kind of like it's like some action scene where she ends up in his car. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. What and and. What, I don't. Are they getting shot at the whole way to the plane? Because they get in the short rounds car and they short I don't, rounds driving. Yeah, are they even getting chased? I think they. I think they okay, are. Okay, I think yeah. they do get chased a little bit. It's yeah, because because we we understand from Willie later, and we can presume just from reading that she lives there. 
Right, right. She's a whole life. Yeah, she's a whole life. Sure, her venue just got shot up. Well, and the guy almost killed, like, threatened to kill her. So, in theory, she could fear that... Well, so did Indy, though. Indy also threatens to kill her, (laughs) which is a super... Which also is something that is not... I don't think the Indy of of Raiders would have done that. Right. Maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. He just grabs... Because she's walking by, and she just grabs this, like, random woman and threatens to kill her if he doesn't get his payment. Right. (laughs) Right, right. That's true. So, anyway... He threatens to kill her first, yes. So, Willie just has a lot of threats made at her very quickly and loses her job, presumably. But she... The thing that just doesn't make sense is she gets on the plane. Right. And then, again, she leaves the village... Yeah, it's, there's yeah, and, and I mean, and, and I, I will say, I think I think the plane was the biggest because like yeah. she's just in India now, so so now she's stuck. I mean, yeah, she could theoretically stay, but that village didn't have any food either. And but no, she it did. She just didn't want to eat it. Well, well, well yeah, I mean, yeah, that yes, and that she, <laughs> so she didn't like their food, which is just her being extremely rude. But also, uh, India makes a line which is like that's for like a week's worth of food. Oh right, that they're offering us. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So the like is that well because they're all fucked because their crops are dead and the children have been stolen so it's like yeah uh, presumably right. like there's not a lot to survive on in that village I mean but even though it's still safer to stay in that village then but yeah I do okay I yeah I and I understand her leaving the village also because it's like I'll stick with the guy who saved my life a bunch yeah. already and then I can you know. speak the same language or yeah 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 that's true um but still but I get you know it's like it, like but getting to what is what they call, refer to as the Temple of Doom, or I don't know if like it's it's been referred to as that. And sure, run away, like their guides run away. Yeah, when they see something that indicates that they're near some horrible thing. Right. Um, but also, I, you know, they go in and it's very fancy. So sure. it, that does flip her. You know. Oh, that's true. They're treated to the royal uh, yeah dinner. Which, which that so yeah you know it, into it, your other feelings on the movie well yeah yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah so so you know we're you know in this al timeline uh which famously doesn't have racism which oh, is, is i love that one of the best it's so it. nice uh in you know we we look back on ab and and see uh, so the, yeah. i rem- you know I, I can only imagine what my predecessor in, in, in his initial you know watching of this film or or reviewing the film because uh uh though somehow we're not racist here we still do have races so i'm yeah. indian and so so too with my ancestor such and um but um but but uh, you know this is this has been passed down through family lore even al uh that that you know suchin's family was what uh did specifically his dad like had made comments when suchin was young about like and i think the, the way to to describe it is like a, like not a disappointment like maybe a disappointment in like in that back then when this film came out 1984 uh, four. not a lot of portrayals of indians right yeah. and so this there's a specific scene where you're where we're seeing what is meant to be like the fanciest indian dining you can get and i and i because they have this whole dinner with uh indy and the, and the maharaja and, and all these like lords that are around and it's like what it's like what it's like uh like haunted house food. <laughs> yeah. It, Eyeball soup. Yeah, yeah, like and, monkey brains, like yeah. just like literally like snakes that you Right. Like, which don't which Indy, Indy doesn't, doesn't even react know, to. It's such they, a waste. I know, yeah. like it's like they do and, and and I you know, I think that you could look at that and, and have a first reaction, which is like, well, this is like an evil cult. So yeah. that they have weird food here. But I don't think that that's true because they're they have people in that room, including Indy, who aren't supposed to know it's an evil cult yet. And they all don't react. Right. The only person who negatively reacts at all is Willie. Yeah, it's and as they, if she's they, the only person seeing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, but anyway, it just, just 
it, it kind of, I, like I, I just remember uh, I don't the emotion's not shame but like oh, uh, from from what I've heard of Sachin's dad's reaction to this <laughs> film and just generally you know in Indians overall which is like such a such a negative and gross portrayal of of a culture that doesn't get a lot of that at the time certainly did not get a lot of attention and this kind of like how do you refute you know all you can say is well it's not like that but it's like yeah. everyone has watched this movie maybe this is for a lot of people in the U.S. at the time, their first real understanding of Indian culture, you know, or what could be presented as an understanding of Indian culture. And, yeah. you know, also, just to get into other critiques, just, I don't know if these are on, like, the on the Indian side or not, but most of the characters are one-note evil characters. I mean, I don't think, like, all yeah. of the Indians are just sort of, throw, they're just throwaway Indian henchmen, which I guess they do with the Nazis, but also yeah. with the Nazis. They're Nazis. Sure, yeah. Um, so I like I think, and you have figures like Belloc and people like you yeah, have more yeah, full totally people because we don't yeah. yeah like we don't we don't get and even with the Oxford dude or whatever where the that like the 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 Indian guy who's meant to be like oh I'm the like the consigliere right the yeah, Maharaja yeah, yeah. but we don't hear much about the kid we don't hear like who's the Maharaja like well even, they have the thing where they're all like cursed yeah so yeah. anybody who is good is also under the spell of yeah. like literal evil yeah like all yeah. these people want is evil in yeah. the world and it's and, and we, to do evil things and there's only one line we, we don't really get much backstory on the bad guy either it's just no we like we hear his motivation is to kill all non-hindus is really what he says right he's like muslims and christians are next or something like i is it, but is it specifically Hindu? Or no, no, it's got to be this sect. It's whatever yeah, like this Kali belief system is. Within, yeah. yeah. So other, so he would kill other Hindus and Christians. Like, he, but that's Just, the only, yeah. that's the only thing that we hear is his motivation. Like, I, how, why did you get to this place? Like, how did you, why, like, right. what happened to you? And they're using, and he's using the children yeah. for lit- like slave labor. Yeah. And not any of the adults. Oh, yeah. And, which, yeah. <laughs> and because it's like, like, with, with, with the first and the third movie, the Nazis are the just the bad guys, but they're historic figures. Sure. So there's we the understand what they did exactly. The yeah. motivations exist. Like you, you can look up what the you know the the context of all of that is. This is just a random anyway. So they don't get yeah. into that at all. So yeah, I mean, I, I think um, so. So that's uh, that's that's my like light touch on the yeah. on the racism of, of that movie, which which is pretty egregious. And um, and then just the other critiques that aren't related to that are just. I, you are just trapped in the Temple of Doom right. for the whole movie. Yeah, and I, I, I really liked. Uh, maybe I should have counted, but there were, you, in the first film, you jump to a lot of different places. Constantly, you're moving. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like we're, we start in the jungle. We go to where he works. He visits Marion in in, yeah. in that, that snowy the, place. Yeah, the mountain. Yeah, bar. then then they're they're at the desert, and then you know, and they, there's a ship that they, they're on, and the tomb then the trucks then the boats the yeah. subs then oh. wherever they are when the uh arc opens yeah and everybody and dies so it's it's so like you go to so many locations and basically once you get to india and moreover really once you get to the temple of doom we're in the temple of doom until the very end of the film right and I, and, and you lose indiana jones for essentially the second act because yeah. he's under the spell totally so he's just looking good yeah, and, and yeah, so he's, yeah. The, the spell does make you hot. Yeah. That, that's yeah. the one thing that's cool. The spell does make you look ripped, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, and so I do think that the, the the design of the Temple of Doom is cool, though. Like, just yeah. you know, but again, it's like 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 when Willie is being lowered into the lava, 
just the number of times that it goes up and yeah. then down. Yeah. And then up and, and down. for how close she gets versus when the other guy caught on fire, she'd be yeah, dead. Totally. At the very <laughs> least, third degree burns. No, totally. Yeah. And she's just and she's like a little red. After. Yeah. They like they like. <laughs> 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 um, and so also the bad guy, and, and it's like it's something I don't even remember the name of the bad guy. Do you remember the name of the bad guy? Like, no, no, yeah. I, no, and it's not even really said much. And also, like, we just discover the dude too. It's like you know, you're right. He's got a cool look. He does have a cool look. Uh, Mola, Mola. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do like his quick escape in like you know, I don't know, between the second and third act or whatever, where he just like there's a little trap door apparently right by the oh yeah 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 slinks away yeah. Um, I also I, I like the bridge sequence. The bridge That's sequence a cool, is fun, and, and yeah. I do agree that the, the minecart sequence is fun. Yeah. I, I did like that. Like, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, it's yeah. just the children, only stealing children for children. Yeah. And also, <laughs> I, just, just to point out that there's some, I forget exactly the line, but there's some line where he's like, the power of this will, will, will get us forward. But also, you know, we do need to mine diamonds right. to, 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 to facilitate this operation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a mess. And the reasons for the things that are worst about it are really lame, too. It's like they George Lucas came up with this setting because he didn't want to do Nazis again. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Lots of other things he could have done, but they were denied permission to film in India because they found the script racist and offensive. Uh, the government demanded script changes. And as a result, they just decided to shoot in Sri Lanka instead and not but, make a single change. And they had, yeah, they yeah. had this. It's like. I mean, I get you know, I get this idea of you no, know, my like, my, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna censor my artistic work for your sensibilities, but also you're just making shit up about Indians, like, <laughs> right. you know, oh, like, and the reason for that sequence, yeah. the dinner sequence. Yeah. I mean, not that they didn't make other things up, but yeah, yeah. that particular yeah, thing yeah. was because they felt they needed a set piece to get them through that hump of the movie. A tiger hunt was suggested, and they said, "Oh, we, we don't have time for that." So they just decided to do wow. gross stuff. And this, and was it, this, was this just done while they were shooting? Or yeah, pretty was, like kind wow. of come up with on wow. the, on the fly. Because it's because I will say I think that like the the two dimensional characters and like the, especially that food scene are because like you know the villagers like I will say that the the priest guy was kind of interesting, the one who initially asks Indy to like yes like the, right. it's not yes. like all Indians are bad in this film also they have the british save the day which is a complex vibe yeah but anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's uh but <laughs> but, but yeah but the, unnecessary too yeah it's just it's yeah, uh, yeah exactly yeah. um but anyway uh yeah the, i think um the bridge is very fun though when we get outside and it's like honestly such a breath of fresh air to like literally see the sky <laughs> yeah. right, at that point yes. um, but yeah. it's cool and, and it, you know him chopping the the ropes and them swinging you know, yeah it's good it's good good way to Kill the bad guy. But Short Round was incredible through this whole film. Really, really, really great. Yeah, hilarious and badass. Yeah. Never never fearing and so useful throughout. Totally. Like, the function, like, saves Indy, actually. Like, Indy was was under the spell and, you know. Yeah. So, uh... I mean, and not once, like, it's so easy in movies, especially of that era, for the kid to be a detriment to the movie because it's just, like, a liability. Yeah. And he wasn't ever that once. Totally, yeah, it, which was great. I think it was a, a great way to, 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 to have him be, also him fighting the kid. At the end. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, kid yeah. Also, yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, so now, now I do want to just jump to that mumbo-jumbo line that, that Indy oh, said. Oh, right. Because oh, the wall was... stopped, by the way, so we're good. 
The what? The walls, the spikes. Oh, 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 good. Oh, good. Yeah, oh, I didn't yes. know. I, I, I've yeah. come, forgot oh, about it. Oh, really? Man, yeah. I, yeah, I just, uh, get me talking. Just in time. I, I just don't in even time. care about my own safety. <laughs> um, the, the, uh, him saying that he doesn't believe in mumbo jumbo because this movie's a prequel. So he has right. literally seen people have their hearts ripped out without any damage done to right. them. And he's keep people, living. Yeah, yeah. keep living. He's seen people like be forced to drink and has himself been forced to drink cursed blood that turns <laughs> them into like, you know, followers without a, without a free will. Yeah. You know, he's seen. Well, uh, the glowing rocks, the, the glowing I rocks. guess, you know, yeah. The, it, which did have a power mm-hmm. like undeniably. Yeah. Yeah, they were like they were powering this whole thing. Yeah. There's mind uh mind control going on. And for him to later say, the actually I really I did in, in bringing this up I thought of an answer which is that that he after seeing the power of Hinduism becomes a Hindu after the end of this film. And mm-hmm. so when they're talking about Christianity, he's like, I don't believe in all that mumbo jumbo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's saying, oh, oh right, because, oh, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a little. That, he's like, that, oh, that, I just yeah. think it's proven to me. I don't believe him. Yeah, so maybe that's what it is. But, yeah, because well, it's very specific. Yeah, yeah. but he just, yeah. seemed, he just seemed just mostly dismissive of the concept of. Yeah, what an interesting thing that both the first and the third felt the need to do not only Nazis as the villains, yeah. but christian thing as the main like yeah proving the existence of yeah tales of christianity but the third one specifically like, yeah oh just, yeah no yeah. absolutely yeah it's interesting well so you know now we're officially in uh, the temple of the temple of doom okay it's, uh, it's all right i like the other room better uh hey what's that i feel like i've been pointing out all the stuff Whatever that is seems closer to your uh, area of expertise, sure. Doctor California. What what is that? Uh, well, I would say it's a stone carving of uh, King Cobra. Oh, that is shit. That is what that is. What do you What do you think we're supposed to do with that? I think I think that there's something in its mouth. Hold on, let me reach in. Oh, I think it's information about the film. Nice, great, beautiful. That'll be great to listen to. From the cobra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a lever. I'm sorry. The cobra is now speaking. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect. I, I, I think they have, I think they have, you can read it or they have an audio book format is what I'm, I think this temple is set up yeah. <laughs> So I can, you want me to pull it? <laughs> oh, nice. Good, good to have options. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Modern temples are yeah. the best. AL temples, accessible yeah. temples. <laughs> hey, I'm a king cobra, so, uh, Sound like Elvis. Anyway, this movie was written by Willard Hick and Gloria Katz, who collaborated with George Lucas on American Graffiti as well. Both George Lucas and Steven Spielberg have gone on record as saying that this movie is darker and more violent than Raiders because the two of them are going through a chaotic and dark time in their lives. George Lucas through a divorce, Steven Spielberg a breakup. Lawrence Kazan was asked to write a project, but refused. He says... I didn't want to be associated with Table of Doom. I just thought it was horrible. And so mean. There's nothing pleasant about it. The movie is very ugly and mean. Sharon Stone was considered to play Willie, but Kate Capshaw scooped it in the audition. Frank Oz dubs the voice of the chief guard, played by Pat Roach. The kid in the cage with short round that says, I pray to Shiva let me die, was voiced by an uncredited Tress McNeil. And now, for the fun facts. 
The three main characters are named after dogs. Short Round was named after screenwriter Willard Hicks dog. Quilling after Steven Spielberg's and Indiana, of course, after George Lucas's dog. The PG-13 rating was created in 1984 in large part as a response to this film and the nightmares it gave the children that saw it. Such was also the case with another Steven Spielberg production that year, Gremlins. And finally, this is the only movie to ever show its title partially obstructed by an object in the foreground, specifically Kate Capshaw. Please somebody tell me if this is true. Thank you. Thank you very much. I did think Willie was annoying growing up. I like Willie. I don't think people should be mean to her. Oh crap, Travis and Lauren's opinion goes find their way in here. Really racist. Here, jump in the minecart. Come on, I love how dark it was though. She wants to be in a nice hotel like eating food. Out. Me oh, too, Willie. The bugs are horrifying. Uh, controversial opinion. I think short rounds great. Also, like Harrison Ford is exceptionally sexy. And those fruit bats are cool. And Dan Aykroyd's there. Well, he's just yeah, like yeah. shirtless and glistening, and it is working. Hmm. Smooth stop. Yep. Uh, Honestly, nice ride. Yeah. And would you look at that? There's a fireplace with two chairs back to back in front of it. I bet if we sit in those and say our opinions on The Last Crusade, Mm. the mantelpiece will spin around like in the movie. Yeah. And we'll get to go in there. This is a very nice part of the temple. This is the cavern. Relaxing. So I I really like this film. Um, It's, uh, I think... The way that Sean Connery and Harrison Ford play off each other is is great yeah. throughout the film, um, and it, and, it, and it, again, it's like coming off the Temple of Doom. It's like going back to what I really liked about the first one, which is like location changes, and there's like a mystery that we're you know it's it's he's exploring different places. I think, um, uh, and I really like the trials. I really like yeah. the the whole yeah. the the what when they ultimately do get to the entrance to the cavern that will have the, the Holy Grail in it, and him discovering how to get over each uh, uh, obstacle is, is, is very fun. There's a lot of things in here that are, are funny little quirks. Not, I don't, I don't want to say plot holes, but like, like when they show up at the, not, not to get too specific here, but when they show up at the castle and he does his Scottish thing. Oh yeah. To pretend to be like a, a an art buyer right. from yeah. Scotland. For me, it's like, okay, like, if it worked, I'd be like, okay, like in the universe of this film, we're just like, whatever. It's like it's a funny gag if it works or something. But when it doesn't work, you're yeah. like, yeah, that was a horrible idea. Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you also don't need it. Yeah. You're getting the comedy from him and his dad. Yeah. And I, I don't think of Indy as a funny character. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like him doing a little bit or something is not what, you know, so. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that also is, is weird in the film is his relationship with the Nazi woman, right. because other than them a, having sex, they have there's no nothing, there's nothing that they did that really supported each other to build a bond. It's also another step in this thing we've been talking about with that is established in two with Willie, which we didn't talk about, but yeah. that that he's it's just like a foregone conclusion that he'll sleep with the lady. Oh sure, because yeah. he's James Bond. Because did he hook but, up with Marion in the first one? Uh, yes, I think it's implied because they're on the sub, they're, they kiss, and then he falls asleep and she's like, ah, jeez. Oh, oh, but so then later, yeah, yeah. they do appear to be post-coitus. Okay, okay. Yeah. Post-coitus. But that seems like a love story. And was, and, These and, other ones And they've are, known each other forever, it's like reconnecting. Yeah. And, and the, you yeah. know, clearly the, the, that is true because they, you know, later in Crystal Skull, 
there there is still chemistry or whatever, right? right? That they yeah. had a you know, so yeah. um but, yeah, he left her at the altar. I, I left that out. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, so but yeah. they at least got to two yeah. words in altar. Right. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, he constantly is is just believing that the Nazi woman will do the right thing, and she never does. Which is, well, she kind of does in that she directs her boss to the wrong grail on purpose. Oh, yeah. And sure. does it really obviously, oh, yeah. too. Oh, try this one. <laughs> yeah. Try that one. <laughs> and then, like, gives Indy a look like, no. I and no. It's, Yeah. And it's so, it's so wild that he would try it so quickly. Yeah. Like, like, this, like, right before that scene, he's sending what he would consider disposable people into right. the traps to save himself. So, somewhere in my notes, I don't remember, but I know either Spielberg or Lucas or someone behind this movie put in a line uh, specifically where he's like, I just do what my what my nurse tells me uh, in reference to her yeah. to show that he just blindlessly listens to yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but, so she, so she does, it seems like the whole having Indy believe in her thing is only there because of that moment. Mm. To get to that moment where she does trick, trick the guy. Yeah. Because then after that, she goes back to villain territory and tries to take the cup and yeah, dies and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, doesn't give up her quest for the great... Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the fact that he's the whole time, like, give it up, we'll start a life together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, man. Yeah. She's just basically been just a Nazi this whole time. Like, yeah. Like, then the, anyway, so... She gives the excuse at some point that she's like, I don't... Uh, oh, I'm not a Nazi. I don't follow the Nazis, I follow the Grail or something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, well, like, okay, <laughs> Sure. Uh, yeah. Oh, the, the Hitler scene with Indy oh, is very funny. Yeah, the autograph. The autograph is good. It's a great good. bit. Um, and so, yeah, it's 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 fun that the blimp, every, like, just the dynamic between the dad and Indy an, is just well done. An added foil for Indy, besides what you normally get, which is just exhaustion. Mm -hmm. Like, the most you ever see Indy waver is like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like that they even have a moment of that, and then the dad is like, come on, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, that just the foil of the disapproving father or the unimpressed father yeah. is an excellent layer. Yeah. Uh, and also them sleeping with the same woman. Weird. That was a little... I could see it based on having... Uh, based on Highlander and what we learned about Sean Connery yeah. there. Well, he asked for... That he was like, I think I should have slept with <laughs> Wouldn't it be great? You know, it's like... My guy gets it too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where did he get it from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a hat. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I agree. Because the turn of her being a bad guy is so effective. Yeah. They should have just left it. Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a better direction. It's just because it's it just leaves me being like, Indy, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, I also really do like a prequel or the, 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 the flashback. Oh, it's yes. Just the fun. Young Indy. Uh, young, yeah, exactly. River Phoenix, yeah. Great, yeah. Origin of the hat. Hat, the yeah. whip, the scar, the uh, yeah. snake fear. Yeah. Really, really crammed a lot of bad... That was, really, that was a really important day in his life. It's interesting. The, so the scar is a obviously a real scar on of Harrison Ford's that he got from a car accident when he was young. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure they just thought it was a fun extra detail to yeah. explain it. Yeah. But... I kind of like the idea of a superficial take of like, well, everyone's staring at that hideous <laughs> scar. We got to explain it. Like, like what's just, the yeah. backstory? Here? Yeah, yeah. 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 
Oh, so nice. The door opened. Uh, we're in the last crusade lounge. Oh, okay. Very wow. nice. Finally a lounge. Very fun. Yeah, all right. I'll take it. Sweet place. Uh, we can... Oh, fuck. I'm being possessed. Oh. <laughs> Hello. I'm the Grail Knight now. You must choose the proper Grail to get out of here. Oh, wow. Take your time deciding while I spout off all these notes and facts. <laughs> Jeffrey Bohm is credited with writing this film. He also wrote The Dead Zone, The Lost Boys, Inner Space, Funny Farm, Lethal Weapon 1 through 3, The Witches of Eastwick, The Phantom, and The Adventures of Briscoe County. George Lucas and Menno Mayes are credited with story. Menno Mayes also wrote The Color Purple, Lionheart, and The Siege. Tom Stoppard did punch-ups specifically of the dialogue between Henry and Indiana. Steven Spielberg says he's pretty much responsible for every line of dialogue. Steven Spielberg is on record as saying he made this movie for two reasons. One, to fulfill a three-deal movie obligation he made with George Lucas, and two, to atone for the criticism that he received for the previous installment, The Temple of Doom. Two thousand rats were bred for the production. Another thousand mechanical rats were also used. Sir Sean Connery was always Steven Spielberg's first choice to play Indiana Jones' father, as an inside joke to say that James Bond is the father of Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford nominated River Phoenix to play him as a teenager, having worked with him before on the movie The Mosquito Coast. Sir Sean Connery and Harrison Ford wore no trousers during the Zeppelin sequence, as the studio they were filming in was extremely hot. I also, I, you know, Gr Grail Knight, I, you know, you remind me that I didn't talk about you in the film, which was which I think that you are my favorite piece of the film because we have this Grail Knight who has waited in in this tomb alone for what is it like a thousand years or something like mm, yes I believe uh, Indiana Jones uh, says I'm a thousand and sixty six years old and and the the Grail Knight asks for two things of Indy. When he when he's he's finally able to pass the burden of being a Grail Knight to Indy, mm. and he says, number one, protect the Grail, and number two, do not take the Grail past <laughs> that line. <laughs> and he's you you as you know you've never mm. seen anyone like you. You're you're from whatever the 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 the, the Crusades time, right? I'm obviously yes. lost Crusade times and. And so you see this guy wearing a futuristic outfit and they just immediately <laughs> disobey both of your orders <laughs> and, and lose the grail. I mean, how did that, how did you, and, and then, and then the audacity of Dr. Jones senior to wave at you yes. as you are trapped in that. Arc. And then the whole place crumbled and, you know, I lost my nice digs even. And then, uh, I kept having to wait. I, because someone could dig up the grail still. It's yeah. still there. And you're still not past the threshold, so your mm. immortality is still functioning. You're stuck. You're stuck in it. I mean, I get why you're 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 uh, doing out of body experiences to explore mm. places like this. Yes, this uh, he's this guy's all right. Yeah, he's I'm a know, little. Oh well, I just mean physically. He. Oh. Okay. I have a few notes, but sure. It's, I've had worse. Yeah, no, I've no, been no, in no, worse. No, Indy Jones in in Temple of Doom. Oof, baby. Who would? If I would have, could have, should have. <laughs> uh, well, have you made your choice? 
Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with uh, this uh, slightly crummy looking one. Mm, you chose averagely, which is good enough that I won't like kill you, but I will make the floor tear apart so you fall through. What? And you're going to have to listen to Lauren and Travis's ghost opinions on the way. Now I'm going to throw this body down there too. Since childhood. Number one indie uh, Last movie. Crusade is my favorite. No, Raiders is Love the best seeing one. indie on the back foot a lot because we all are with our parents all the There's time. There's like a bit every five minutes. It is least. surprisingly funny for how many Nazis are in it. Uh, my favorite bit is uh, the floor's on fire. And the chair. God. The chair. Confirmed. The chair. Do with that <laughs> what you will. What you will. What you will. Oh. What? Well, what was how was the lounge? It was great. I missed the lounge. I got to talk to this guy. Oh, you missed all the facts too. This the the Grail Knight was super informative, very helpful, really interesting character. Ugh. Um cool. Did did drop us down here, which was kind of a dick move. Well, so you chose wrong, or what did he say? It's hard to say. He said I chose average. I That's interesting. I I how oh, often is he doing this? Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> well, oh, oh shit! I'm gonna uh, miss your this. chance oh, okay. to ask. Oh, but... so high up. Yeah. Well, he was in you, so he wasn't even. You. He possessed you, is what happened just now. Oh, interesting. So you didn't even get to see the ghostly form. I mean, outfit I, I, I got anything. a vibe off. Okay. Did but... he talk about it's the only one where Indy successfully gets to keep the thing he seeks? Oh wow! In that opening. Yeah. Not after the flashback, but yeah. he gets the cross back yeah. and it successfully gets it to a museum. Gets it to the museum. Yeah. Do you think that that guy is just fencing items that Indy gives him? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah the museum. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, people love it. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the most popular exhibits, of course. Also, that and that guy specifically becoming so senile by the end of the film, which... It, Brody. Yeah, Brody. Yes, like, yeah. By the end of the film, it's like... Uh, that was another thing they said they made that choice. A lot of choices made for very quick reasons, sure. it seems. They made that choice because they had Sean Connery in this and they were like, well, he already has a father figure. We want, yeah, we don't want that. Yeah, we don't want them to, to compete for, but it, it's it's because I don't think we get that energy at all until no. this film. He's and, also buddies with Sean Connery and yeah. they're like nerdy together. Yeah. So keep him a nerd. And it was, yeah. it's, it's like, I, I honestly, when I watched it, well, I'm speaking in for, for such an, of course, because I, I read his notes that were passed down about this portion of it. Um, I thought some like accident had happened and he was like, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that was like the result of like some head trauma or something because it was so out of character for him to be so like, but yeah, it's uh, so that, yeah, that piece. And then also just as a little gag that we failed to mention um, when they, the boat, when they, when they get out of the, they, they get out oh. of some. God, this moment. Yes, please. Yeah. Well, I, I forget exactly what they're escaping from, but it's 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 it's, it's Doctor Jones Senior. The Nazis. Junior. Yeah. The, yeah. The, 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 they they escape the Nazis and they're they're on a riverbed, and they very cleverly start up uh, one of the boats, like a motorboat, and send it off. So it looks like they're escaping on the motorboat. Yes. And they hide in a box. And the Nazis all come out, and it works. Yes. And all the Nazis are like, oh, <laughs> there they go. Yeah. And they're all getting ready to get onto a boat. And instead of letting them get on the boat and, <laughs> and leave, leave yeah. they go, they bust out of the box, which has a motorcycle in it, and they immediately let them know, hey, yeah. we're actually right here. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Shoot at us. <laughs> uh, obviously, it's they look cool on the motorcycle. Yeah, it's great. But, 
yes, it's frustrating. <laughs> Why show them make the boat thing happen at all? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's really, really bizarre. Uh, yeah, crazy moment. <laughs> um, all right. Well, so then what's this place? It's like a... We fell into like a cave, another cave. Uh, I think, hold on, let me uh, let me whip up a torch here. Yeah. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays. This torch reminds me of also the scene where they are in a place with gasoline everywhere. Oh, the water is gasoline. Yeah, yes. And uh, they have a match. Like they're like Harrison Ford <laughs> uses a match in yeah. this room. If he fucked up, if, he just, if anything went wrong, maybe he's that confident in himself. But he, they're literally standing in kerosene or something. Right. And he dips a rag in the kerosene and then lights it up with a match. Right. Like, I would be worried that the fumes in that room would just explode. Yeah, they're, it's, it's a small space. It's a small, they're confined. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. That's crazy. Well, He's making some bold choices. Yeah. Indy. Bold choices. Anyway. In but three. Uh, sorry, continue with your torch. Oh, well, uh, let's see. What do we got? We, uh, there's just like, there's some lists on the wall. Uh, other sequels. Okay, so we got the Further Adventures of Indiana Jones comic book series from 83 to 86. 11 children novels from 84 to 87, many of which were written by R.L. Stein. Wow. Goosebumps. Those gotta be pretty good. Yeah, sure. He knew how to do, a, do it. Tell, yeah, exactly. <laughs> tell a story to kids. Tell a scary story to child. We're still talking about a... However many years later this is, it's crazy. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, the, the legacy of Oral Stein. Oral yeah. Stein. He could have easily fallen in the cracks, but nope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh in our minds. Uh, 13 original video games between 85 and 2011. 27 young Indiana Jones novels from 90 to 95, not including TV episode adaptations, so originals. 12 adult novels from 91 to 2009, one of which was called Indiana Jones and the Philosopher's Stone wow. from 1995. So I think scooped yeah. the Harry Potter one. Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, the TV show in 1992. Seven Dark Horse Limited comic series. Indiana Jones Adventure, Temple of the Forbidden Eye, which is a ride wow. at Disneyland, 1995. Indiana Jones, The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, of course, mm -hmm. 2008. Children's comics called Indiana Jones Adventures from 2008. Indiana Jones and Short Round cameo in a Star Wars story uh, where they find the wreck of the Millennium Falcon and the body of Han Solo while searching for Sasquatch, who's in fact Chewbacca. So crossover. Yeah. Well. Yes. Two young adult novels from 2009. A sequel bar from the Disney Springs Walt Disney Resort called Jack Lindsay's Hangar Bar, established in 2015. The pilot from the first one that has the snake in his plane. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we have our... Back then, we had our upcoming fifth movie, which we've, of course, seen yes, now. Yes, yes. Uh, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, but we won't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave it spoiler for, Yeah, to, for the memory of this and the yeah. intention here, we can't talk about Yeah, that movie. Our strong feelings about that film. Right. Or, you know, our middling feelings, either. We well, can't talk about either. Yeah, either, 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 either feelings. <laughs> But we can talk about, because of what was around back then, these other theme park attractions. We got the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular, uh, beautifully featured in Muppets Go to Walk Disney World. <laughs> there was an Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom roller coaster, Disneyland Paris, oh, wow. established in 1993. It's a, it's a must. Yeah. It was the most roller coaster-y thing that occurred in the film. Yes, for sure. Yeah. 
In fact, the sound effect they used for that was a Disneyland roller coaster. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, full circle. There you go. Uh, and then the Great Movies ride, which featured the uh, boulder rolling scene mm. as part of it. Uh-oh. What's that? I think I hear it. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. Travis has to describe a theme park ride. Mm. Well, we'll just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Travis describes a theme park ride. Travis describes a theme park ride. So the Indiana Jones stunt show, it was like a big, you know, auditorium, basically. Big open air warehouse. And you would have like the temple part over on the left where the rock gag would roll down and the stunt guy would get rolled over by a rock. And then he pops up and he goes, hey, folks. I'm okay. This is how movies and stunts work, and the ball, and they're rolling the ball back, and you know it's supposed to be very funny, and everyone's laughing. Uh, and then they have their theme park attendant person kind of come down and pull audience members to be dressed up as, you know, Middle Eastern guys who are going to get beat up. One of these individuals is a plant, which we don't know unless you've seen the show more than once. Um, and they do a couple gags with him, uh, and then they teach them all how to do like basic like. This is how you take a punch. This is how you fall down. Each one gets a specific stunt, and then they kind of play out a little scene. Uh, and then the, the guy who is the plant has, like, the dangerous stunt that goes wrong, and then he pops up, and they're like, ladies and gentlemen, this is Peter, blah, blah, blah. He's blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then everyone goes back to their seats, and then they have a big uh, sort of blowout finale where uh, Indy goes through the whole set you know they climb the ladder and the ladder goes whoa, whoa and then it falls down and etc etc and then it goes over to the big nazi flat plane the, you know that beat up the big burly guy and like the propeller kills him they do that gag without the propeller part and then the, there's a big explosion which is mostly just fire and depending on what year you're watching the show there may or may not be a swastika painted on the plane <laughs> these days not so much um uh, interesting side note to that story is at one point I went into a Goodwill in Florida and there was this Star Wars VHS tape that was made like in, in the 80s, like before Jedi or after Empire, some point where I, I felt it would be interesting to see how they were presenting Star Wars at this point, some making of. Uh, but inside the sleeve was just a blank tape. So no guarantee that that's what was on it. It was only a dollar, though, and I had it on me. So I rolled the bones. Um, they came up snake eyes, so I thought when I got home, because it was not the Star Wars making of. It was an episode of Hulk Hogan's Thunder in Paradise, where he was like a cop, but the gimmick was he had a speedboat. Um, and in this episode, it was taking place in the Middle East somewhere, I don't know, because I didn't watch the whole episode. I was fast-forwarding, trying to find the Star Wars. But right in the middle of this section, they just had the Indiana Jones stunt show, the like marketplace part and they just went through every stunt in the show except it was Hulk Hogan instead of Indiana Jones and I just didn't I didn't have anyone to share this with I didn't know what to do with it I just had the show no one cares about and this this theme park attraction that most people don't know about and I'm like but part of both of these is the same this one time <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad to get this opportunity to share it with you our listener Travis described a theme park show. He went with the show. Why he did, I don't know. Whew, I'm sick of this place. Whoa, wait, is that the exit? Sweet. Perfect timing. Oh, hey, all right. <laughs> all right, this was all right. This was uh, expansive. Yeah, uh, this let's was get a... out of here, though. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Thanks for listening to Intrepid and... Intre... What's this? Oh, it's a pair of what they used to... 
they used to be called AirPods, but now, uh, of course, they're called, uh, what are they called? What do we call them? Oh, Bud Airs. <laughs> Bud Airs. Of course. <laughs> Bud Airs. And uh, look, there's a warning inscribed here that says, ye who seek entertainment will find only destruction. Huh. Well, let's see what happens if I put them in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's a lost episode. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to it right now. Oh, nice. Good one, Sachin. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. The whole place is collapsing. You go on without me. There's no chance I'm missing this. Are you sure you don't want to cut? No, no, man. Sachin is so charming and funny. Great guest. Ugh, Travis is talking now. Boo. Thanks for listening to the follow-up showdown. We'll be back next time talking about Fantasia 2000. Please follow us on socials at The Follow-Up Showdown on Instagram and TikTok and on Twitter at FU Showdown Pod. Also, our first season is available on YouTube.